Contagious. Gallons. This is oh so scary. Hey y'all. You're listening to Oh So Scary Podcast with Jess and Linz. I'm Linz. And I'm Jess. Welcome back <laughs> to and welcome to our second episode. We're so excited that you're here. <laughs> yes, we are excited that you are still hanging on by a thread. Yeah, and it's funny, we had the giggles because Lindsay was trying to do a countdown for us to start recording, <laughs> and she was trying to um, have three fingers up and count down with her fingers, and it just wasn't working. <laughs> I didn't know how to put one finger down at a time. You know, it's hard <laughs> like to just put your middle finger down, so it was, it was, we figured it out. We got some recording started. <laughs> you know what I recently learned, though? One of your fingers, I think it is your ring finger, like, I think you're, you can't move that one without moving, <laughs> moving the other fingers. The other fingers. Like, I, I don't know if maybe you have to practice and eventually you'll be able to, but I, I learned that recently. Well, that's what it was. Something about that finger. <laughs> 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 and now I got to see it in action. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like a little science experiment. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we have been having so much fun going to these spooky places um, and then just learning about them. I feel like I've learned a lot of history just with our little, you know, mm-hmm. adventures. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I'm learning a lot more than I normally would have looked into and it's uh, way more interesting too than... I mean, I thought it was going to be interesting. That's why we're, we're starting doing this. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, wow, it's actually, there's some good, interesting stuff here. So, yeah. So, um, I guess the way that we've been doing it is we'll visit a few places um, in one day and then we are coming back to record our episodes. That way we can get the most places um, without having to go as much back and forth because as we mentioned earlier I'm in Dallas and Lynn's is in Houston so we're trying to kind of divvy up um our our drive yeah. <laughs> our drive turns I guess so um so yeah and then I guess we we're just kind of deciding what episodes to put in mm-hmm. each location right and so in each each uh day we do we'll do four different spots I'll do two Jess will do two and then we, um, yeah, we divide those up into episodes. So. Yeah. Um, so I guess that, who's, who's, who's with you, Lindsay? Has anyone joined you as you're recording? <laughs> <laughs> Any ghosts? No, I'm just kidding. I'm talking to <laughs> Lindsay's eyes, like, who's? <laughs> what did you think I was warning you that someone was there? Yes, I did, actually. I was like, afraid. <laughs> Not until I saw your reaction, I'm like, oh, that's probably how it's coming across. <laughs> Who's that, that dark? Yeah, that's <laughs> be behind you. <laughs> well, I brought one of the ghosts home, apparently. Yes. So I actually, I do have a guest star here. Oh, you have a guest star. <laughs> on the couch. Um, you won't be hearing much from her because she's asleep, but this is little Miss Naima Rose. 
is here and joining us and she's gonna listen (laughs) oh yeah the baby and hopefully dahlia will join us later now that i know i've woken her up (laughs) black dahlia little black dahlia yeah and actually it's funny i mentioned to someone um her name and then they were like do you did you know that, you know, whatever? And I was like, yes, actually. <laughs> Did you that's exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of person I am. I did name my cat Dahlia because of the black Dahlia. <laughs> I named well, delicious after you did. Sex Pistols bassist. Yes. Who murdered his girlfriend. He sh- oh, yeah. Okay. Was it ever actually, I mean. Actually, we don't know for sure. I guess technically he never got tried for it because I guess he died he relatively died soon, was, right? Just like, within a few months or so. Or even less than that, yeah. Maybe less than that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's probably what happened. <laughs> and Lindsay <laughs> named her cat out. And then you know what? He's pretty vicious. I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the funniest thing. I was cat sitting Lindsay's cats, both of them. And Sid is usually the friendliest, most lovingest cat. And that day I had bought some smoked chicken and I had pulled it apart and I kept washing my hands because I knew I smelled like chicken. And I went over to Lindsay's house and I think I took a a selfie with him and I think I sent it to you and then right after like oh look at us having so much fun kind of selfie and right after I sent it to her I put my phone down and just reached right in front of him for a toy and he dug in hard oh my god and Jessica had to like go to the doctor I did because I guess it was getting infected and and it was funny because when it happened like, we were both so shocked that it happened. Like, he looked at me like, what did you just do? And I looked at him like, what did you just, like, we didn't even know. And so I had to, like, pry his little mouth off of my hand, like, because it was so deep in there. And I ran upstairs and I put, like, alcohol. And then right away, I thought he bit through my hand. <laughs> oh, no. Whoa. Because I could see a hole on, like, this part. But the blood was coming out of this part. And I thought, oh, he just pierced through my hand. And then I realized, like, oh, no, wait. That's the top teeth of the bottom Oh, teeth. yeah, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> but it did. It was getting infected. And I did. I had to go to the, to the doctor a few times. Oh, <laughs> because wow. the antibiotics that I was given, I don't think were working. Like, he tried to murder yeah. you. And... I didn't even tell Lindsay. I think it was like a month or two after where I was like, hey, do you remember that yeah. selfie I sent you? <laughs> that was post-cat attack. I'm okay now. <laughs> I have the infection under control. <laughs> oh, thanks for not... <laughs> that it wouldn't worry you. <laughs> You're such a good friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was headed in for you. And what's funny is that that day, like, when I ran upstairs, like, to rinse my hand off and, like, you know, throw the alcohol or whatever on, 
um, Arwen came out and where she's never, <laughs> like, she's always hiding and she's not like overly friendly, but I sat down on the couch upstairs and she like popped down and was like, rah, 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 and I was like, oh no. <laughs> you were afraid to even, <laughs> get away. No, you too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but which, I mean, she had no idea, you know. <laughs> yeah, she was just doing Well, I guess we'll get started with our first um, location. It's actually our first location of this episode, but it was our last location on our gallivanting <laughs> across Dallas um, day, I guess. Um, this is snuffers on lower greenville in dallas here it is okay so we're here at snuffers restaurant and bar um on greenville avenue the address is 3526 greenville um and let me just get right into telling you about it so the original snuffers location opened in an old pool hall um also here but just there was a pool hall um in 1978 the building was demolished in 2013 and rebuilt really but the ghosts remain oh my god no they stink they are here they love the burgers <laughs> so there's two sets of ghosts at rome um, the Snuffers Hollows. And this, some of this information I got from the Snuffers website. Oh yeah, oh that's cool. So like, this is another it. place, yeah, that like doesn't hide it. And I think actually cool. for a long time they didn't talk about it, but so many people would come and ask about the ghosts mm. that then they started like, I guess they put it on their website and then they started doing like interviews like with people and talking like themselves about it you know oh, that's cool isn't that cool wow good for them um so there's two sets of ghosts um and the stories are different but both find common ground at the restaurant mm -hmm. one claims the paranormal phenomena is a result of a murder at the old pool hall in the 1970s and the <laughs> other alleges uh, that Snuffer sits on an old children's cemetery. <laughs> children's cemetery. <laughs> children's cemetery. Yes. Creepy oh, kids. Does this exist? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's creepy. Well, um, in Mexico, but I think also other places, really? they don't, like, they have the adult cemetery, and then they, they have a, like, special spot reserved for children. Oh, really? So, it's, I don't know that it's really completely separate. Okay. But they're, the areas are... Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not that no kids are in the bigger cemetery, sure, but, but the same ones. Yeah, but okay. there is an option, I guess. Like oh, for okay, that's the creepiest yeah. cemeteries. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. And then um, when all is quiet, employees report hearing giggling coming from the back area of the restaurant. Oh no! So that's, yeah. Okay, so. I'm going to read to you um, accounts from actual employees mm -hmm. that were gathered by D Magazine. Oh, cool. D Magazine. Um, in October of 2018. Okay, so the first one is from Frank Knight, general manager, and he'd 
been an employee for Snuffers for 25 years at this point. Wow. Um, you know, every day you would get this uneasy feeling as you walk down the hallway from the front room to the back room. One night, I had a lady stop me at the restaurant and say that whatever is in here is following me around. <laughs> but the face in the mirror sticks with me. This happened probably 10 years ago or so. We would always have people stop by at the restaurant and take pictures. Mm -hmm. It happened all the time, and that was nothing out of the ordinary. But one day, a customer snapped a picture of the front door, and right next to the door up high, close to the ceiling, was a mirror. When the customer was reviewing the pictures, they saw the face. Oh my gosh. It was clear as day, but the face was in the mirror, almost like a skeleton. You could see a nose, eyes, and it appeared to be wearing a coat. Oh no! Creepy. The second account is by Corey Holmes, a general manager, and then he had been an employee for 10 years at this time. And so hmm. this is his. It's a pretty reputable, you know, sources, I'd say. Yeah! One night, I was closing down the store and saw a black silhouette over in the secondary bar. Typically, we use that bar for larger events, but I just thought it was the bartender working, cleaning up, so I didn't think anything of it. A few minutes passed, and I went to talk to the person and make sure everything was going okay with their closing procedures. They were gone. All of a sudden, and a cold rush over here, and an indescribably creepy feeling. In that moment, I 100% knew it was a ghost. <laughs> oh, he is a believer. Yeah. And then this next one is from Ross Fortson, bar and hospitality manager, and he had been working here for one year at the time. Hmm. Everyone talks about the ghost. I didn't really believe in the whole thing at first. I was just playing along with the guest experiences. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Then I experienced it myself. One night, another manager and I were shutting down the restaurant. We shut off the kitchen lights and we're talking, or not talking, we're walking out of the front door when all of a sudden the lights in the kitchen came back on. Woo! We both looked at each other knowing we were the only people there and decided to go back in and turn the lights off one more time. As we were walking out the door the second time, the kitchen lights came back on again. Oh, no. I was like, nope, gotta go. And we decided to leave them on. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Screw the electric bill. Yeah, just get out of there. So this next account is by Maria Hernandez. She was a server and the number of years as an employee is two and a half. Mm. My friend and I were sitting down in a booth eating a salad during our lunch break. I had a straw in my water, and every now and then, my straw would just move. Mm. It wasn't like we were bumping the table or making it move. The straw literally moved by itself. It kept happening over and over. I went to grab the straw to make it stop, and it moved away from me. Oh, no! We got so scared that we had to move booths. So it seems like the haunting is actually um, in the older part of the restaurant. There's a little hallway, I think, that is, I don't know if maybe they didn't demolish it all the way or if it's um, just where the actual older restaurant used to stand. And mm -hmm. that's the hallway that most of the haunts happen. 
weird. So I, uh, I wonder why they demolished it because it wasn't that old of a building. I can't remember. And I feel like was there a fire? Mm. Maybe I don't know. Mm. I but I could be making that up. I'm not sure. Mm. Maybe they just felt like it was time to rebuild. I feel like something happened though, and mm. then they had to. But other spooky accounts are. Uh, chilling air, ghostly figures appearing, objects levitating, glasses off the counter, falling off the countertops, echoing voices, doors creaking, and the sound of footsteps are some of the most common tales. Um, also, electronics like cameras and phones start to malfunction, um, and the spirits are mostly noticed when it's quiet so either before business hours or after hours mm. um but some guests have reported witnessing and hearing friendly ghosts friendly. yeah so, <laughs> and so that part i think was from the website so i think it seems like they're encouraging that it's not a scary thing yeah. to have child ghosts running around and not a scary thing to like have that ghost of the person who died in the old bar. Um, mm -hmm. So the first, the murder, it just, it, yeah, it seems like when it was a pool hostel, somebody got stabbed. Oh, yeah. And um, the ghost remains. But I also kept hearing them refer to a woman that died coming into the door as I was watching mm -hmm. the videos. But I only saw like the only place that I saw or heard about a woman also dying near the door mm -hmm. um was in those videos so I don't know if mm. something different and I couldn't find like whether this happened like more recently or like I couldn't find anything about the death of, of a woman mm -hmm. but I also like tried really hard to figure out like if this was I say that like I I tried. <laughs> I don't know if it really, really hard. hard. <laughs> but, like, I tried to find out more information about it being built on a cemetery, and I couldn't find anything. Oh. Wow. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, if anyone knows a little bit more about the area and the history, like, whether or not That's this true. was a cemetery before, you know, just let us know. We'd, we'd yeah, that's a good idea. Good, yeah, people know about the history of yeah. these places, any of these places. Yeah. yeah. But that's the haunt of snuffers. And I, I told Lindsay that for a while I thought it was a different snuffers that was haunted. And mm -hmm. I maybe have been here once, but I used to go to the, the different location and I would always kind of be on the lookout for ghosts there. So that was snuffers. Um, my sources for that story were Haunted Dallas by Rita Cook. A book that I can't remember if someone gave it to me or not, but I a book that I have. <laughs> and um, the Snuffers website, snuffers.com slash about, and they are freely sharing about a little bit about the haunting on there. And then um, an article in D Magazine by Catherine Downs published October 28, 2016, where sn the Snuffers employees share about their encounters. Um, I did find out that it wasn't a fire, really nothing happened. I think it was just time for a renovation when they redid the building. I mean, we didn't get to go inside, but we took pictures on the outside. It was probably weird just parking outside of Snuffers for like 20 minutes to record and then we step out, <laughs> take a picture, and then we...
just leave. <laughs> but it seems like they're a little bit used to that kind of thing. They're at least used to like people going up there and taking pictures. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll still have to go back and grab a burger and see if we see any haunts now that I know which location it is. So it is the one on Lower Greenville, <laughs> not the one on Northwest Highway. <laughs> so Lindsay, where are you taking us next? Oh, well, I am going to take us to the Adolphus Hotel in downtown Dallas, and I'm going to take us to the right location this time instead of a street over on Main Street like I tried to. So that was the up. funniest thing. We drive downtown. This, I guess it was our first location, right, Lens, that, yeah, of that yeah. trip? And we recorded our whole, your whole story yeah, I was like, okay, there's that, there's that building there. This is the Dolphus. And we were at the wrong place. Yeah. I was like looking at it like, yeah, look at that architecture. Look at that. I mean, all those buildings are old. Yeah, exactly, that is true. We were at the totally wrong place, the wrong street, but then we, I mean, it was just a street. But it was there. funny because then when we got closer, we were like, that's our friend's old building. <laughs> that's not it. But from the car and like, you know, where we were parked, we, we couldn't tell that it was our friend's old building and that that wasn't it. And so then, I mean, it wasn't far. It was literally just like one block over, but we got there and, uh, had a, had a good experience, I guess. Good experience. I'll, I'll, uh, let myself tell you about it on my recording. Okay, we're going. <laughs> Here we are. So we're at the Adolphus Hotel. We're outside of the Adolphus Hotel in Dallas, Texas, downtown. And I'm going to tell you a tale. Okay, so... Scare me, Lindsay. <laughs> okay, get ready. So the Adolphus Hotel was built in 1912. And Ooh, the year the Titanic sank. Really? Uh-huh. Okay. I thought you were just making it up. That's cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> So it was marketed I'm as... I'm going to tell you, I maybe made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> I'm pretty sure, actually. That's, yeah, sounds right. Um, it was marketed as the first posh luxury hotel in Dallas. Um, so you may be surprised by the namesake. I don't know if you can guess. <laughs> but the hotel was the passion project of Adolphus Bush. None other than the co-founder of Anheuser-Busch Brewing Company. Oh, cool. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Um, so Adolphus Bush, he immigrated from Germany to St. Louis in the 1800s, and then he made like a lot of money selling beer, and then <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to invest in Texas real estate. So um, he wanted to make this hotel. Um, so for a decade, the hotel was actually the tallest building in Texas, and uh, 22 floors high, you know, but it was the tallest. Um, it modeled after a Germanic castle, you know, because he was from Germany. And so there was lots of, like, there's grand entrances and just heavy details, um, really elaborate details. And on the 19th floor, there was a space called the Century Room, and that's where they had, like, performances and big parties. Oh, cool. So it was, like, big bands, bootleg whiskey, like, this is during Prohibition, I guess, but they were, like, like we're gonna sell all this. We're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> we're gonna break some rules and make some money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. So it's this true 1920s joy de vivre. <laughs> that I wrote that, but I was like, is that how you say it? 
um, that is um, very foreign to us today in the 2020s. Yeah. Um, and during quarantine, but hopefully one day we'll go back to the roaring 20s. <laughs> to, to the joys. <laughs> to the joys of living. <laughs> so in the 1930s, the KRL, KRLD radio station uh, started broadcasting live from the hotel. Oh, that's cool. And they had, yeah, special guests like Bob Hope and Jack Benny and then all these other old celebrities I'd never heard of. <laughs> you know what's funny? Bob Hope's name keeps coming up, and I know he's a really? big celebrity back then, too, but I wonder if he's maybe from here, because oh, I saw his name somewhere else, too. Oh, interesting. Okay, we'll have to look at Bob Hope. Mm -hmm. So, this was a fun hotel, and also a place where really important people stayed. So, um, it's hosted presidents, the both the Bushes, uh, Carter, Reagan, and Queen Elizabeth has stayed at this hotel. Mm -hmm. Queen Elizabeth the two. But with all the glitz and glam, there's bound to be a dark side, right? So, um, <laughs> to my dismay, I discovered this is the second location I picked that has a ties to the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, no, Lindsay. Oh, I was like, oh, I, didn't, I had no idea. Everything associated with them, though, is spooky. Like, it just it gives you the creep. It's very spooky, yeah. And just negative vibes. So in 1936, this hotel was actually featured in the Negro Motorist Green Book with a do not stop here warning. So, oh my goodness. So the Green Book, and I didn't know about this book, but it was published by, his name is Victor Green, and he published this guide for black travelers mm -hmm. to know where what places are, are friendly uh -huh. and then what places like have racist white people. Uh, like, yeah, to beware. Uh, I think it's a movie recently too, which I haven't oh. seen, but I've wanted to see it. Just and so um yeah this was actually featured as a do not go place um there apparently it was a known hangout for the ku klux klan uh they enforced segregation throughout the 1950s at this hotel so it's got a um a dark history with that um so it makes sense that this place might be a little haunted <laughs> or really haunted <laughs> and um, like maybe a little scarier haunters yeah ah. I don't like that but so Adolphus it was a, a gathering spot for big names and then like places that have like there was lots of good things and like you know happiness and energy and fun and then there's also probably like a lot of maybe the KKK you know hatred mm -hmm. um, just lots of trapped energy in there <laughs> so yeah. lots of seedy events I feel like too yeah, like a lot of um, dark impressions left. Yeah. And so I'll get more into like a lot of strange deaths actually that oh. happened in this hotel. It's actually really crazy. So but I do want to talk a little bit more about the haunting. So a popular hot spot for the hauntings mm -hmm. in this hotel is the 19th floor. Like I mentioned earlier, that was the century room where they had all the big bands and the performances and all that. It sounds like it might have gotten a little seedy sometimes, and like I said, they had the their stories about you know the legal whiskey and the and prostitutes. But cut to modern times, people still report that they hear big band music sometimes, just wafting through the, the 19th floor, like coming from that floor, um, with no apparent source, like nobody's actually playing music. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, they report to the front desk manager that of the old-fashioned music and also loud footsteps coming from the 19th floor that are unexplained. Like maybe people dancing or something. Ooh. And the most famous ghost of the hotel also resides on the 19th floor. And uh, guests have reported seeing the apparition of a jilted bride. That 
you know, that's kind of a common theme in, in uh, hotels. Yeah, the hotels with ghosts. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird? But anyway, a jilted bride wandering the halls and she's crying um, and shows up frequently. Uh, actually, when there's parties or gatherings is when people say they see her. Like oh, she's like wow. attracted to the, the gatherings. To the festivities. Mm -hmm. And they also report that she, some people report she's like also accompanied by music. That's like a theme. Um, but they say like from an old music box, like the ding, 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 ding. Oh, you know, <laughs> kind of creepy. Creepy like. music <laughs> box. Ah! And the story goes, people say, of course, there was not a new story that, uh, you know, validated this, but they say um, the story from her is that she was a bride who was stood up on her wedding day and her fiance never showed. And they were supposed to get, I guess, married here. Yeah. And she was found, uh, she hung herself like near the spot, like where she would have had her vows. So. Oh no. Oh no, she hung herself, no. I think usually they're like open areas. I feel like I've seen it in different older hotels where it's like a an area in between and it's open to like floors above oh, usually, you know? Yeah. So I guess I can imagine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the story. So um, there are some, like I said, there's no confirmed stories about her, but there are some um, fascinating documented deaths that were in the news. Um, and I found this great article in D Magazine, which is a great... Dallas publication mm -hmm. um, and I'm gonna quote it unabashedly <laughs> and it's, cause it's really good it's called a gruesome timeline of the uh, Adolphus Hotel's potential ghosts <laughs> yeah. so scary. And, okay. and this guy Holland Murphy who wrote it he, he went through the library newspaper archives and he found the true stories of people who died at the, the hotel oh, wow. and so I'm just gonna read through sense. some okay yeah <laughs> yeah there's a lot but I'm gonna cut some of these out but some of these I'm gonna read a little verbatim so I did want to that's why I'm, I'm citing this article um, so in 1912 October 20th 1912 just two weeks after the grand opening an Italian waiter from Chicago fell three floors down the elevator shaft oh, no. from the main lobby so apparently he had turned to talk to somebody and back into the elevator not noticing that the lift had gone up without him Oh, the waiter's skull was crushed, and he died two hours later at the Baptist Sanitarium. I've never heard of that place. Oh my goodness! That's so old-fashioned. No, I've never heard of that. Okay, 1915. This is February 7th, 1915. Uh, during a business meeting with a Dallas gentleman, a 26-year-old traveling collector for a cement company, Iowa <laughs> Cement Company. Cement. He was traveling collector. He was like collecting money. From, anyway, but cement company. Oh, cement. Oh, is it cement? In West Texas, we say cement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cement. Cement. <laughs> Thanks for the correction, but <laughs> cement. Okay, cement company. That's so, so cute. Okay. Anyway, there's this traveling collector, and he's... <laughs> so this is a really weird story, okay. actually. This is, like, really... Yeah, it's a page Stop giggling. Yeah. At your semen. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So a 26-year-old traveling collector for a Iowa cement company <laughs> hardened himself to his hotel bathroom during a business meeting. He was like, excuse me, I have I gotta, to go to the bathroom. I gotta drop a deuce. <laughs> yeah. And then he came out and he threw himself across the bed and was like convulsing. And then, and then they found in the bathroom there was a bottle labeled poison, which is really, but this is in the news. What? 
in his bathroom and then there was a note by the bottle and he it addressed to this man's stepfather and he said i got the wrong bottle love to all so he like killed himself <gasps> on accident a, actually but he wrote a letter so i think it was on purpose but it was like a weird uh because he he wrote the letter apparently before you know what know, if he wrote not. it right after? Like he realized. Maybe so. Maybe it. so. Maybe he wrote it right as he took it. That's true. But that's not quite a letter. That's just a note. Right? I got the wrong bottle. Maybe he did. Maybe he took it and then was like, "Oh shit!" It says poison on the bottle. Oh. <laughs> and then he's like, "That like, is so during crazy." During a business meeting. Okay. Yeah, it could have been an accident, or it might have been. Like purposeful. he maybe had a medicine that's in a similar bottle, and it said yeah, medicine, but just... then he accidentally rushed out of the house and <laughs> grabbed the wrong one. I don't know. <laughs> and maybe the poison label wasn't like a big like. <laughs> it was a little. It might have been underneath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe underneath something else. Yeah. Oh my goodness! How okay. awful. Okay, another story. So in December twenty-six, day after Christmas in nineteen seventeen. So after stopping to let a passenger off at the sixth floor of the Adolphus Annex, a 16-year-old elevator boy attempted to hop on an already ascending <gasps> no. elevator and missed a step and fell 100 feet to the basement. And his skull was shattered. I mean, not that we Dude. get to know all the details, but... Um, so that's the second elevator death. Yeah. Keeping tally here. Um, October 22nd, 1924, a 30-year-old Mexican cook stuck his head in the elevator shaft. What the? To look for the elevator's whereabouts. Oh, to see if it was coming or whatever? And, yes, and it was coming down, and it oh, killed him. No. It, the elevator car was descending. It was just way too close. Yep. That's the third elevator death. Um, all in the same year? It was in 1924. Okay, okay. Yeah, they're all spread out a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. February 21st, 1930. So a model walked into a hotel room. She was going to assist a salesman, a 60-year-old salesman with displays. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But she found nothing but... <laughs> but she uh, found nothing but a torn window screen, and she notified the staff. The man's body was soon found in an air shaft. The salesman. So the young woman told authorities that he had been recently despondent and said he would never see his family again. And so they think he um, committed suicide. Um, yeah. So any like when he jumped through the, uh, the, the air shaft, I guess is what. Yeah, there's a window. So I'm I'm kind of confused about where he landed. He fell from the eighth floor and ripped through a, a galvanized iron roof of an air shaft. That's what it was. That's why he was found in the air shaft. Okay. He jumped out of the window, but he, he landed the, in the air shaft. He, yep, exactly. Kind of reminds me of that, sorry, I just thought about this, that Unsolved Mysteries. I don't know if you've seen that episode where the guy, they couldn't find the dude. They found him at a hotel. The like, next door. And yeah, where he was like a hotel where there was like an area, he, his body had fallen through. Yeah. Um, yeah. It went through the roof. The roof of like a... Of the building next door. The building next door. And they were like... It's, uh, three more here. So, uh, 1940. June 24th, 1940. So, with clothes ablaze, a 50-year-old man plunged from the 11th floor and died no. on impact. But yeah. he set himself on fire? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Um, his head struck the hotel's marquee. Oh. 
Um, so a crowd watched from the street. The man leaned out of the window, surrounded by smoke, pleading, please, somebody save me. So I think he just accidentally caught himself on fire. Oh, no. So and, it wasn't a suicide. It was an accidental yeah, death. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, he, people think he jumped to ex escape the flames. And... Um, yeah, so that's another, you know, that's another theme as we're seeing, like, is jumps and falls and flying out of windows. Yeah. Um, in July 14th, 1959, the smashed body of a 25-year-old prostitute was found in a small courtyard, 14 floors below her room. Oh, no. Yes. Um, there were signs of a struggle in her room, um, and then a 31-year-old man with a record for procuring, which is means pimping. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> was questioned. Um, I thought it meant johnning, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but procure, okay. That's, just... that's true. Um, so anyway, they they encountered this guy Willie Philpot. Um, he confessed to a series of crimes, including beating a woman in the mercantile, and also. Um, which is another hotel, right? I think so, yeah. That's what I was wondering. Mm -hmm. And then uh, a rape and slaying of a 10-year-old girl. Ooh. And then he also was a, um, found guilty of murdering the prostitute um, who was found in the courtyard. So I think, Oh, so he was found guilty for it. Mm -hmm. oh. So maybe she got thrown out the window. And then the last story. In March 15th, 1971. And by the way, this uh, the our, uh, author of this article said he was stopped at the 1970s because I guess... There was just so much. There was so know. much and he was thinking, oh, ghosts. You know, they're probably going to come from further back. <laughs> okay, so March 15th, 1971. Uh, a witness said he uh, warned the hotel porter to make sure the elevator car was on the second floor to load band equipment. And just after replying, yes, it's here, the porter stepped into the elevator shaft and, and fell to his death. <gasps> so that's the fourth So maybe death. he thought it was there? Yes, I guess so. It's so weird. He's like, yes. Here it is, and he and just walked see, in, and like, it was like, Phew. oh crap! And it wasn't, it wasn't there. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? So yeah, so the themes, um, elevator deaths. That's very common. Um, suicide or jumping, falling feature prominently. Um, but yeah, what stands out to me was the elevators, and I did want to talk about mm -hmm. one more haunting. Um, so. Of all the hauntings I read about the Adolphus, the elevators are like the most freaky. So guests frequently report that the elevators have a mind of their, of their own and they stop at strange places, they open and close without anybody like pushing the buttons. That's crazy. Um, and there's actually videos on YouTube, and this is another thing I have to show you. Ah! Uh, and I encourage uh, you to Google it. So just on YouTube, just, you know, Adolphus elevators or something like that. <laughs> Um, there's a couple of different videos of the elevators going berserk and when you see it, it's like, it is very bizarre. It's just people like, just like people like you and me just kind of like filming like, what's going on? You know? Ah! <laughs> this place is haunted. Um, so you can see in the videos, there's like a row of six elevators and these people are, are just on a floor. I don't know what floor they're on. And all the elevators are on the same floor. They're all opening and closing at different times, and they're just stuck there. Like, they're not moving up or down. They're just all, like, the doors open, just close, yeah. and then they're just, like, one after another. All Is six there elevators. usually an elevator there, though? It's not like it's an empty space? Right. There's usually, uh-huh. 
Right. I think it's on like somebody's floor where they're staying. Okay. And also on both, I don't know if this is something too, but on both videos, and they're different people, they're totally separate videos, but uh -huh. they're, the phone in the hallway is ringing at the same time too. It's like the hallway phone that just like a So old, like all the electrical stuff. It's an electrical something. thing, yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Or I guess, but the phone is like one of those, um, the ones that you plug into the yeah, wall. Yeah, exactly. That's, the I mean, hard line or whatever. Yeah. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, Landline. I don't know. But isn't that weird with that and then just all the deaths that people who died in those elevators? It's, it's uh, That is so scary. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we can go check it out. That's Let's all I have for that. So there is a coffee bar that we're hoping to be able to experience. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully, we'll see some elevators on our way into it. Yeah, we should just go. We should just sneak in and find just elevators. Just grab our coffee. Yeah, and explore. Okay, so that was the Adolphus Hotel in downtown Dallas, and I do want to list my sources. Uh, first source was the Adolphus Hotel website. Um, they have a lot of information about their history on the website, which is cool. Uh, I got information from Wikipedia, Haunted Rooms America, which is a good website that has haunted rooms all over America. <laughs> you can tell yeah. it's a really, it has so many places on there. Yeah, that's cool. I really like that website. Me too, yeah. Uh, the National Register of Historic Places. I got some information there. And then finally, D Magazine. Um, and that was the, the article I cited in uh, the recording about the gruesome timeline of the Adolphus Hotel's potential ghost, which is a great article. So good. And then we did get to go inside yeah. of the Adolphus. We started off with some coffee i got the what is it the gingerbread one or whatever yeah yeah they have a little so yummy and Lindsay had coffee and be when she tasted yes because i had gingerbread and then we got to um i guess go in the lobby and we rode on the elevators the haunted elevators the haunted elevators um it seemed like a couple of them, and I, I can't tell from the video that we watched together that you, you talked about in the recording, um, if it's the same ones that are malfunctioning, but mm -hmm. two of the ones um, of that elevator bank were off when we were there. And so it was only, I guess, was it another two or three that were working? Oh, okay. Um, I think it's five. Is it five? something like that five or six um, but it's interesting because these elevators like you can tell they're old like yeah they were cool they're yeah they're i mean the whole place is like so beautiful so ornate and then we were lucky enough to be there right when they were putting the christmas stuff on yeah um, but the elevators are a lot smaller i think than like the newer building elevators. Yeah, they were tiny. And they had so uh, it, um, mirrors all over the place. It was yes. Like, but I felt like that added like a spooky feel. Yeah, it was interesting. Right? I do, yeah. I do. And we took the elevator up to the 19th floor. Mm -hmm. um, and 
looked around. It was pretty newly renovated, so um, it yeah, did. it just looked like a bright, clean space. Right, it did. Um, but that was the floor where the um, the century room was, and so I think now they do still have events there. There still seems to be the. It didn't have a sign that said century room, but it appears that there's still weddings and like an event space there. There's yeah. Why when we were there because there, yeah, the yeah, there wasn't but there was an event downstairs at whatever there was a wedding, right? At the yeah, in the lobby so. or the mezzanine level. They they were having sure, right. Yeah. We that's true. Visited their restrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we haunted their yeah, restrooms. made an appearance in their restrooms. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, it's a gorgeous hotel. Yeah, I would like so beautiful. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to you know just like a staycation there. Yeah, it really would. But that was the Adolphus and Snuffers. So I wanted to add a disclaimer because in my story, I was using some outdated and offensive language. Um, a couple of things. So one was the word prostitute. So I did want to clarify and, and to be sensitive to language um, that that's an outdated term, prostitute. It was quoted in a story, um, a news article from 1959, where a prostitute, uh, well, where they, they <laughs> I'm saying it again. <laughs> <laughs> where a sex worker, a sex worker is the appropriate term. That's the, that's a, a more um, sensitive or respectful term. But uh, they quoted that a sex worker had fallen to her death in the courtyard and there was a man who was, you know, who was uh, suspected of it. So um, they used the word prostitute. It's 1959. And maybe even now, we wouldn't even we wouldn't need to say she was a sex worker you yeah know? but uh anyway that was yeah that was a a quote from the article and another word um because i uh i was citing the negro motorist um handbook um let me uh it, it's called the negro yeah. motorist green book mm -hmm. And again, that's another outdated and offensive term, um, but that is um, that is what it's called. It was, I, I think, it was written in the nineteen early nineteen hundreds. So, and um, I wanted <laughs> to make a disclaimer of my own. Um, I giggled at Lindsay saying semen. That <laughs> <It> was <laughs> I wanted to say that. <laughs> I was not making fun of her or the way she talks, but I actually was <laughs> when she said it, I wasn't sure what she was saying until then like I read it and I was like, oh, she thinks she thinks <laughs> And so it's kind of become a joke with like in between us. Um and we're I've been at like it still seems like I'm bullying you. But you know, I think all in fun, you know, we've been like going back and forth. How do you say pecan? Or you know, how do you <laughs> say pecan? Yeah. Pecan? <laughs> pecan. I think you said it was pecan, right? Pecan. Well, I say pe pecan. Pecan. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's 
has a hard E at the beginning. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it, I think it's just fun to like hear, you know, Lindsay's accent. I'm, we're both we're both actually gonna have accents. I know when I go up to Chicago, um, yes. to visit my family, their friends always know that I'm not from there. <laughs> and I, yeah, hey y'all. I was gonna say I may throw in some Spanglish, you know, throw some. That's true. Latina spice in there. <laughs> right yeah, now, you need to. I, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I do. I do. do it. Thank you for respecting my West Texas roots. And I'm going to keep saying cement <laughs> because that's how I know how to say it. And so um, I think you'll hear in future recordings where Lindsay tries hard to say cement. And this, oh, I do. But I'm, now I'm... <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of funny. <laughs> And then um, we wanted to, we looked up a little bit of information about Bob Hope. I think where I was um, more, not familiar with him, but where I heard his name, I, I believe it's because I love Lucy. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, he's, he's an actor, but he's also a comedian, vaudevillian. He sings, and I think he had a short stint in boxing. But he, um, he's actually a British American. Is actors what they had said um, mm -hmm. when I Wikipedia'd him, but it also he must have like lived here for a little bit because he um, has a theater in SMU, which is Southern Methodist University, which is a mm -hmm. school here within the city limits of Dallas. Um, not far from White Rock Lake, cool. and there is um, the Owens Fine Arts Center, and inside of there, there's a Bob Hope Theater, which he actually gifted the funds to have built, and then I think he just um, was regularly involved with SMU. I'm not sure what his his ties are, but it seems like he spent a decent amount of time here in Dallas, so that's really cool. That is very cool. I, I had no idea. Yeah, that's yeah. neat. So, I mean, besides bringing up in the... Up. Yeah, yeah, it came up in the story. So I didn't know he had more ties than that than performing, you know, at the Adolphus. Yeah. It's really cool. That's yeah. cool. He's a legend. I just remember from uh, that he, from a, as a kid, just um, seeing on the TV... <laughs> I'm acting like I was a kid in the 50s because it was like probably in the 1950s or something. Reruns. <laughs> it was reruns from like the 50s, but him performing for the armed services, like he would go abroad and um, do like uh, comedy for, what am I trying to say? The active duty military. Yeah. So That's so cool. Neat. What a whole life. <laughs> and you said he lived to 100? Yeah. And he lived to 100 years old. Isn't that crazy? That's so amazing oh, good for him what was in his water <laughs> <laughs> right one other thing i want to bring up another disclaimer of things you might hear <laughs> in the episode disclaimer corner <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer corner uh the i i think there were uh car noises maybe honking maybe people noises in this um episode and perhaps even before <laughs> so and, and in the future because we are recording 
on site in our car, like right outside of the places. We're trying to make it as quiet as possible in our cocoon of a car, but there are going to be noises. So we try to take them out as much as possible, but if you hear them, just add, that just adds to the flavor. Yeah, we've realized that a lot of places we won't have the liberties to um, record on site. Like we wouldn't have been able to walk in to um, the Adolphus and just grab a couch and like record in there. One, the recording wouldn't be great because we'd have to wear masks. But um, so we do. We 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 want to you know be there when we're telling the story. We want to feel. Um, scared (laughs) and so um yeah we'll try to remove as much as of the road um noises as we can but yeah you may may hear a little bit of an orchestra and then we just um we want to add that we'd love to hear from you all um we'd love to hear suggestions of places for us to visit here in the dallas area um or in the houston area but also, we'd really love to hear if you've had an experience with any of the places that we talk about. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Um, so email us at, what is it? WW. <laughs> you don't have to put a W. <laughs> How do you say the email? Um, it's at- email us at oh, oh so scary podcast at gmail.com <laughs> oh so scary and it's spelled o-h-s-o-s-c-a-r-y it's not spelled funny it's yeah we try to make podcast. it as simple yeah <laughs> yeah it's oh so scary podcast at gmail oh it's oh so scary podcast at gmail.com but i do look forward to hearing from you guys um i think that would add a lot of interesting new stories so yeah, and actually, I forgot to say this, but we um, really want to hear stories from y'all. Just if you've had any scary experiences, not necessarily specific to the places that we visited, but um, what I want to actually, I'd love to hear are stories where you think you're being haunted, but it's actually something super explainable, and then you find out whatever silly thing it is. <laughs> I'd love to hear that. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be, you know, just cool to. To, um, and then we'll share them later, but um, it'd be kind of cool to, you know, have a laugh about it. It's not all dark. It's, there's some funnies when we, we get inside of our own heads, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Join us again next week as we visit two more oh-so-scary places. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and rate to help us get the word out about the podcast. In the meantime... Do something fun with a friend. Yes, and always take the opportunity to do something kind. Goodbye. Bye. Have a good one.